All right, we're going to go ahead and get started this morning. Welcome to Home Builders. I hope you're doing well. Our, our focus today is from Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue? Shall we go on sinning, continue to sin so that grace may increase? By no means. Is Satan a liar? Is Satan a deceiver? Does Satan want you to succeed? No. We are in a war, folks. Uh, not just one in Ukraine right now that's existing there, but we're in a spiritual warfare. And Satan wants to blind us to the truth. Now, Pastor Jonathan's been sharing last week about soteriology, about salvation. This week he's talking about the church. And one of the things that, that disturbs me is the way, at times, followers of Christ think. Okay? How do they think? That's so important. You know, because as a man or a woman thinks in their heart, so is he, right? So is she. Now think about this if, if, as, a, as a way in which Satan attacks us. When a person is a born-again believer, there are two primary reasons why they eventually, at some point, potentially, leave the church. Do people who become followers of Christ leave the church and leave the faith? Yes or no? Yes, they do. They leave them, at least in their minds. And usually it's one of two reasons. Intellectual doubt. They, they experience something in their life in which they go, you know, I didn't think Christianity was going to be like this. I didn't think God would do this to me this way or whatever. That he didn't answer my prayer. He didn't heal the way I expected. Um, I don't, well, this was confusing to me. I didn't understand this. And the second reason is emotional doubt. And that's usually because they are starting to participate in a lifestyle in something in sin that they really don't want to give up. And so because of their sin, they go, you know, Satan tells them, if you were really a Christian, you wouldn't do those things. So you must not be a real Christian. Why even fight it? Why even try to live the Christian life? Just give up, live the lifestyle you want to and be happy. The problem is, is that, does it really bring happiness? No, it never satisfied. The hedonic principle is that when you start feeding that desire for happiness, you're never happy. And so ultimately, Satan fools believers into thinking, your life will be so much better without the church. Bunch of hypocrites. And you don't want to be a hypocrite, so why are you even staying? And he's a liar, and he's lying constantly, and he will continue to do that. And unfortunately, though, there are followers of Christ who, who just maybe choose the easier path. It'll just be easier not to live for Christ. It'll be easier not to trust in him. It'll be easier uh, on my life, but it never is. So the reason I'm starting this off today, this passage from Romans 6, shall we continue sinning? Shall we go on sinning? So that God's grace can abound. God forbid. Don't even let that be a thought in your mind. 
So in other words, if you are a follower of Christ, if you have been born again, say amen. Amen. There's nothing that you can do to get out of the grasp of God. And if that's true, don't ever let Satan fool you into thinking you'd be better off leaving the church, leaving your faith, doing what you want to do anyways. Don't buy into it. Don't believe it. Keep fighting the good fight. Don't give up. Don't give up. We're praying right now for the Ukrainian people not to give up. Not to give up. Not to give up. And we're praying for the world leaders around that they won't get passive, you know, in all of the struggle. And that ultimately, even though God is the raises and lowers authority, that God would judge those that are bent on murdering and destroying people. As we saw this week, in my mind, you know, they keep showing the image of, of a car driving down the road and a Russian tank turning towards the car and running over it and killing everybody inside. The idea of that murderous act is so heinous, so hateful, so satanic. So we pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ, but at the same time, I pray for you. That you don't get discouraged, that you don't quit, that you don't give up, that you don't give up the faith because of life's issues. We fight this warfare. It's a spiritual warfare. And we fight knowing that we've won. Don't let Satan convince you otherwise. Let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you're doing, and I pray that you would watch over each of our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world. Those that are being persecuted around the world. And those right now in danger. Those who are fleeing. Those who are being killed. And their families are left without father, mother, sister, brother, child, friend. Pray against the government of Russia that is doing this, and I pray in the name of Jesus, your church will rise up and be able to use this as a platform for many men and women, boys and girls, to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Okay. Lord, if you use that for this purpose, praise the Lord. Whatever your plan is, Lord, we are trusting in you. And God, sometimes when we don't understand it, may we always trust your heart. Bless this class today in all aspects of it. We worship you, Lord. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Johnny, come on up. The Gideon ministry has a women's auxiliary. And they particularly go into the hospitals and nursing homes. And Oh, here's a good-looking little testament that they give out, that, that the, uh, we give out to the nurses. Okay, we just gave out, I don't know how many, to the nursing class at Liberty University. All right, testimonies. Oh, I want you to hear this testimony. This guy was a Russian killer. And you know what he's doing with the pages of the Gideon Testament? Rolling cigarettes and pages. <laughs> and... Uh, he found out 
while he was reading that testament that God loves him. Nobody ever told him that God loves him. And you know what happened within about a week? When the people saw the difference in this Russian killer, 150 got saved. Isn't that great? All right. Get in cars. Now, just pick these up out at the main street, the desk out there. In memory, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. And uh, you give a donation of $5 or how many Bibles you want to give in memory of that person. And my wife and I, when Dr. Paul Will died, we, we gave $15. That takes care of how many? Ten. Ten Bibles. So to get in cards, you can uh, supply the needs of the Gideon ministry there. Now, here's one I wanted you to hear. A Gideon in Germany relates that her young boy, 16, died in a swimming accident. His mother had been concerned that he was under negative influences by his communist and atheist teachers. After his death, she would torment herself with the question, my dear boy, had to die so young, is he saved and with the Lord or not? Well, one year later, when she was cleaning out his closet, she found a Gideon New Testament among his things. She shared that <clears throat> when she opened it, tears began to run down my face when I saw his signature on the last page and realized that the date he signed it, it was only shortly before he died in the terrible swimming accident. All of her concerns had been relieved for she knew that her son, Christian, had been saved and was with the Lord. You Gideon should never become tired of doing what you do. Never give up. Your work is so precious and important. Always remember what you did for my son. In the back of these little testaments, uh, there's a place that gives the plan of salvation. In the front of it, there are certain subjects. If you want to look up in the Bible on a certain subject, they're there. But there's a place to sign if you receive Christ. And that's what this German kid did just before he died in a swimming accident. So what can you do? You can help by praying and, of course, giving. And we need some of you men to join the Gideons because somebody's got to pray, got to replace old 95 year old dude standing before you. All right. But uh, if you're a businessman or, or a, what did I say, professional man, you can join the Gideons. But the Gideons also have a, a group, an organization of friends. Okay, and they have certain things that friends can do, praying for the Gideons and, and giving. Let us pray. Father, we do thank you and praise you for all work that's been done in the past and is being done because two men started the Gideons back in the late 1800s. I want to thank you for this class, thank you for their generosity.
and their love for you. I thank for the way in which they have uh, given that Bibles might be purchased to go mainly to other countries. Thank you for them, Lord. Pray you bless the offering today and bless this class. We thank you, Lord, for wonderful teacher, Lou Wire. In Jesus' name, <coughs> amen.